we are live. Well, hey, welcome everyone. My name is Steve Stump and you are listening to the Insurance Brew Crew, where we bring experts to talk about all things covered by insurance. And today I'm super, super excited because I've got Carrie Cook and Daniel Cook. They are a duo in the, in the real estate industry and in the real estate space. Carrie is a realtor. Daniel is a uh, construction owner both for roofing, restoration, and remodels. And I thought it'd be fantastic to bring you guys on the show today. And let's talk homes and home values. So thank you for being on today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Awesome. Well, hey, I will let you guys introduce yourselves to the audience. Carrie, why don't you kick it off and say a little bit about who you are and what you do? Okay, I'm Carrie Cook. I uh, have Cavalier Realty Group, and I'm out of the Keller Williams Allen office. Um, I do leasing, purchases, sales, pretty much all of it. I even have investors, so I do flips. Uh, so if anybody's interested in anything, they can feel free to call me. And we'll put that information in the, in the information later. Yep, yep, it'll be there later so everyone knows how to get in contact with you. And, and Daniel, you own a construction company, roofing company. Uh, tell everyone a little bit more about your company and yourself. Yes, uh, so Cook DFW Roofing and Restoration. Um, We've been at it now for a little bit over a year and a half, and um, it started mostly as roofing and outside restoration, and as we developed more and more clientele, we got demands for asking for more remodels, uh, repairs around the people's homes, painting, uh, just stuff that they wanted somebody that they knew to do. And uh, that's kind of where it's gone, and now it's expanded out to even uh, full-blown remodels, uh, kitchens, bathrooms, um, blowing walls out, adding walls, um, just everything. It's been, it's been exciting to see the amount of uh, needs and reception that we've gotten since then. Right. Well, you know, one of the things that I've heard a lot from general contractors is when we were all stuck in our homes during COVID, <laughs> people started realizing, ooh, I don't like the color of that paint. Ooh, uh, that room needs to be updated. And so a lot of people started investing in their homes. So that's great that you were able to uh, participate in that uh, part of the economy when everything else was, was turning down. Well, uh, Carrie, before we started, you had talked about just briefly the market. The real estate market has been crazy hot. Um, what are you seeing nowadays? And um, are we starting to see anything change in the market over this past year? And I would say the last few months, it's starting to slow down in pockets in certain areas of town. Certain areas of town are still hot. You know, some are still, and you're, you're still going up against investors. We can do that cash closing and close in 14, 15 days. So buyers that are well qualified and have the money, they're, they're still fighting against that a little bit, which is kind of crazy because they're buying at the top of the market. But whatever. But I mean, it, I am seeing that it's slowing down. So that's a good thing because I've got buyers that are really struggling with this. Well, and you're in the North Texas area. Are you still seeing a lot of out-of-staters come with uh, the, the value of home that they had out of state and just, you know, thinking they're getting a bargain here in Texas? Um, no. The ones I've been working with are coming from a market that is a little bit less, not as crazy. Um, I've got ones that are coming from Oklahoma right now that I'm helping that they're doubling their house price for about the same size. So, oh, wow. you know, but Oklahoma is a little bit, I mean, it's a different market, you know, it's not sure. like California, but yes, people in the office that have Californias coming in, they're like, oh, this is easy peasy. We get a bigger house and less price and this is awesome. Oh, cool. Well, um, you know, one of the, 
reasons why I thought of you too. Daniel, you posted a video about a week or two ago. I think it was a walkthrough on a remodel that you had done. And um, the whole house was empty, so it looked like you had carte blanche to go in there and, and refresh everything. Um, tell us about the remodel process. How does, how does that start from, hey, I want to I wanna remodel a part of my home, to how do you find the person in your area to do that and, and do it well? Well, in that particular case, that was a referral from an agent uh, that the client owned that house for uh, about six or I think six years. They decided they wanted to move. Uh, they had an accident where they had some water problems in the house. And so it caused them to have to get some already modifications done to it. And then she made the decision where she was probably going to sell it anyway. And since the house had no updates, it was a very older home. And so they said, hey, let's just do everything. We want to see how much more market value that gets us if we totally you know, refresh the house. So that's how that particular situation right. occurred. Now, it all depends on everybody's um, how much can they handle. <laughs> Construction and remodeling is not easy. It's not clean. No, it's, not. it's not fun for the typical homeowner. And so when they come in, and we typically would go and walk, and walk their house with them, and they'll say, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this with the with the with the kitchen. I wanted to rip out all these cabinets. I want to knock this wall down. I want to rip these floors out. I want to do this." And I'm like, "Well, the first thing we talk is how much time do you have? How, are you planning on staying in your house during the process? Uh, how much budget do you have? And really make sense and see if they actually know what they're getting themselves into, because a lot of times yeah. people don't. People don't understand it." You do a kitchen remodel, that knocks you out of that kitchen for at least a week or 10 days. So that means you don't have running water. You're not cooking your food there. You don't have time to heat up your kids' food in the mornings for, you know, or whatever's happening. So there's a lot of modifications you have to explain to them. Bathrooms. You don't have access to your master bathroom for a week or two when you're trying to redo showers and sinks and cabinets. And so that's a major hurdle for a lot of people to overcome. Yeah, I've never experienced that remodel inside the home. It's always been on the outside or we did a whole out back door or a backyard kind of remodel. And it was stressful just that. I can't imagine the disruption that you would have in a home remodeling. What are the, the things that a good contractor can do to kind of relieve that stress or at least ease some of the stress that the family might have during that process? The biggest number one thing we found in the business is communication and keeping them on a consistent timeline of what to expect each day. So when we sign up a project, we generally will give them a, a kind of a, a, a pretty accurate timeline. Hey, this is what we're going to do this day, this day, this day, and this day. If there's a hurdle that comes up in the middle of that, then we will you know, immediately contact them and say, hey, listen, this just happened. We're going to get this figured out. Either a plumbing pipe was bad or a supplier just called and said, hey, the cabinets that you ordered are going to be delayed by a week. Something in that too, there, and there's always going to be a problem too. That's something else that you have to make sure you tell the homeowner up front. This is not going to be a flawless process. We're always going to come up to something. It's how we handle it and how we overcome it is the difference in contractors. Right, right. And probably just have patience. Have patience with the process. Uh, yeah, you well, know, you so mentioned you know. something. Go ahead. Well, say, it, say it again. I, you, you hope you have... uh, I was going to say, you mentioned something about that. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. This is live for you, folks. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> well, you mentioned something about that job. They wanted to see the value they could get out of the home if they put that money into it and refreshed 
the entire home. That's really what I was curious to learn from you guys. So, so Carrie, in your exper experience, um, what kind of difference does a remodel make to the value of the home? Well, you know, like, like I was talking about these investors that are buying at top dollar, they're coming in on these homes that need to be remodeled and they're buying them at the remodel price, you know, say, let's see, one I was looking at today, it's a 450, um, needs to be new floors, new paint, foundation problems. Um, there's smoke smell in the house. The yard is nothing but plants. There's no yard for a dog. Um, so if you buy it at 450, put in about, Daniel, what do you think, 80, 100? Yeah, yeah, average. Because it's, it's quite a bit, maybe knock down some walls to have it an open concept. Um, you know, those those in that neighborhood are going for 600. So it really depends on what you do. And of course, sadly, some cut corners, some people do, and so they get a little bit more money. But I think on this one that he did, what was it, 40, 50,000? Daniel? On the one in Anna? Yeah. Uh, on that particular project, we had a little bit more uh, to work with because, uh, like I referenced, insurance was taking care of some of the repairs because they had a, a water leak. But then they did another, I want to say, about 40000 on top of that. So all in all, the project was about uh, 80000 inside and outside. But they only had to cover about I, got, I think it got them over 100. Well, with it got the roof. Them over 100, 100 plus. Yeah, with the roof and everything, yeah. So yeah, I mean, and and like he said, some, some of it wasn't out of their pocket because they had that water damage. So out of their pocket, they spent forty. Then they they netted over a hundred something plus out of all of it. So yeah, you know, not a bad day. <laughs> but even if they put the eighty, it still would have uh, paid back some. But uh, yeah, mm -hmm. interest covered you know, half of that rebuild. It sounds like. Um, yeah. What would you guys say in your experience are the five things that someone can do to a home? And when they do those things, it will add that value, whether they're selling tomorrow or a year or, or you know, five years down the road. But what are those five things they, they could do to that home? Carrie, you want to go or you want me to? Daniel, you want to go? <laughs> go for it. <laughs> okay. So what we've seen so far in the market, as you mentioned earlier, so with COVID times, people were trapped in their houses more. And so they have learned that they like to be in their kitchens more. They like to have more counter space. They like to have better cabinets because builders grade cabinets don't really function very easily. So when we put in cabinets now, we're giving them a lot more functions. There's cabinets that have three drawers now instead of just two doors and a top drawer. There's cabinets that have Lacey mm. Susans built inside of them. So they have they can use the full cabinet and still get all the stuff that they want in there. If they, they like to expand their pantries. Because, you know, they're carting to cook more at home now because they, they're at home now. They, they may be working from home. Um, so kitchen modifications have been a big time change. Countertops, cabinets, flooring, all of those kind of things like that. That also falls into them being at home. They want to create more office space or more functionality within the space that is traditionally their office. Maybe that first room when right. they come in from the front door. So we've been getting a lot of requests as far as modifying those rooms bookshelves, built-in desks, uh, flooring, different things like that to make that more feel like they can utilize it easier. And of course, we've been getting a lot more uh, questions on remodeling of bathrooms. Uh, people want to get the full-size showers put in. They're ripping out bathtubs. 
Uh, they're modifying and putting in, you know, bigger closets. Uh, just truly, like we mentioned earlier, people are home more now, so they're wanting to have those comforts more adaptable to where they're going to enjoy them. Uh, and we've been getting hit with yeah, a make ton that space more livable. Exactly, mm -hmm. it's it's more enjoyable, more inviting. And then outside, we've been getting a ton of requests for patio extensions, uh, patio overhangs, uh, wanting to put in grills outside, mount electricity for fans and TVs. People are enjoying their houses more, and that's why they're wanting to spend more money in them. They're they're there often. Yeah. Well, I know I know I was guilty, and and Carrie, you're the great example right now. But uh, I still am. I love getting out on the back patio and doing my computer work. I'll even take some meetings if it's a casual meeting. Carrie, it's a great example. You're on your back patio. The weather's great outside. Feels and awesome. People want to want to enjoy not just the indoors but the outdoor part of their home life as well. Now, as a realtor, I'm going to tell you, um, the kitchen and the bathrooms are huge. Flooring is big. It adds value. The office space is more a personal thing for people, so it, it may or may not. It just has to fit their need. Yeah. And an outdoor kitchen with the covering, it can add a little bit of value, too. You know, just like putting in a pool. You don't get as much back as what you put into it. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Is that is that kind of the number one thing that you see people add thinking, oh, cha-ching, this is really going to add a lot of value, and people, it really yeah. doesn't? Yeah, pretty much. And it, it truly, I mean, it can only add 10, 20,000, and people are paying 80, 90, $100,000 to add them in. So I tell people, if you're going to do that, then plan on staying there because you're not going to get yeah. your money back. Yeah, and definitely enjoy it. Get in there yeah. all times Every of the year and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, Daniel, were there any others? No, I mean, that that's the top ones that we've seen so far. Just normal wear and tear, though, Tom. I think a lot of people uh, don't really look at their houses and their walls and their kids. And so, you know, keeping it painted <clears throat> neutral colors is, is usually a good thing uh, if you plan on reselling soon. A lot of people will paint their houses like mine. I got a red. I got my office is red. If we go to sell this home, <clears throat> we're limiting how many people like that room. So that's something we try to do right. too is, is is let people know you know you're gonna if you're selling soon you want to stick to your grays your beiges your neutral colors your flooring you know you, you can't stick to a, a herringbone with gold accents some people just don't like that you know right so that's incredibly and you know i think we think we lost your audio i know i was gonna say i can't hear him either well, he works that out. Uh, I'll share a funny story about the home that we're in now. We've been here in our home for about 20 years. And um, when we first walked in, it was the very first home we've seen. And we were looking for our forever home. And we had decided that um, individually, me and my wife decided that was it, but we wanted to keep looking. Well, uh, about a week went by and we came back to the home and said, okay, let's take another look at that one that we saw the first time. And immediately we knew something was off because the, the, the smell of paint just hit us. And the realtor had uh, brought in contractors to paint over every wall the exact same color. And what we loved about it was how it was personalized with the wallpaper and everything. Um, it really fit us pretty well. We actually loved the personalization that was in that home. But the worst thing about it is the contractor they hired, they didn't strip the paper and oh, float the okay. wall again they painted over the paper uh, it was it was really disappointing for us but we got a pretty big allowance out of it because we got to go back in and, and uh, 
uh, redo it the way we want it to. Uh, well, Daniel, know, a, go ahead, Carrie. As a realtor, when I walk in and like you said with the red wall, I told him, I said, honey, I said, reselling this is maybe going to be a little hard. But, you know, as a realtor, I also walk in and say, hey, paint is not a big deal. If paint's going to keep you from buying, then maybe you need to rethink buying a home because that's the easiest thing you can do. So don't let that stop you from doing anything. You know, now putting in granite countertops or brand new cabinets, that's a bigger deal. That's why those are better upgrades to already do than selling it cheaper with all the builder grade stuff. Well, and that probably leads to like the biggest question someone has when they're selling their home because they want to make it, uh, they want to sell it quickly, normally. And I guess they got three options, right? They can go through and they can refresh and remodel. They can lower the price or they can add a big allowance. What's in your opinion, what is the best option out of those three? If you know you need to update your home and you want to sell it fairly quickly. In this market, updating it yourself. I, I struggle with that though, because I would much prefer, if I know there's gonna be upgrading, I would much prefer an allowance for me to go in and do what I wanna do after I get there than having somebody else pick it out. Yeah. But as a whole, you would you would tell your client, go ahead and update neutral colors like Daniel said, you know, so that if they wanna paint the, the wood on the cabinets, they can or leave it, what it is, just do neutral colors. And it's, it'll sell quicker that way too, because then people know they don't, it's already, it's moving ready. That's the other yeah. feature that's, that's better to do it for. So neutral colors, update appliances, whatnot, flooring, and um, you're, you're more likely to make that, like, like you said, move-in ready, where people yep. don't have to go and invest more money to get into the home of their dreams. You know, I think everybody's so busy these days, they don't have time to mess with that. And then, like you said, you're without your kitchen for a week, you're without your bathroom for a week. People don't want to deal with that. So when they can walk into it and it's already updated, it may not be exactly what they want, but they like it, so it's okay. Yeah. Perfect. Daniel, are you back? Yeah, I think so, if you can hear me. We can hear you. Your video is a little choppy, but uh, we can definitely hear you now. All right. Well, hey, so um, thank you again for you guys being here today. Carrie, Daniel, um, individually, tell people how they would get in contact with you. We'll put it into the show notes as well so that if they're looking to buy, sell a home, they know where to go. If they're looking to uh, update their roof, remodel their home, they'll know where to go as well. But um, Carrie, why don't you go first? Okay, well, my parents made my first name very hard to spell. So it's K-E-R-R-I and cook like a chef. Um, I'm at Cook at kw.com. I'm also on Facebook, Cook Realtor. I'm also on Instagram, Cook Realtor, Twitter. Instagram and Facebook are the better ones. I don't mess with Twitter a whole lot or uh, LinkedIn. And my number is 972-342-5763. Perfect. And Daniel? Mine is uh, really easy. We try to come up with a really easy name. So Cook DFW Roofing and Restoration. Uh, the website, Cook DFW Roofing as well. Uh, my email is daniel at cookdfw.com. And the uh, phone number is 214-236-2832. We also have a Facebook business account that you can look up as well. Awesome. And of course, we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Do you guys service the entire Metroplex or certain parts of the Metroplex? We, we go outside the Metroplex. Who are you kidding? We've had some, ahead, uh, we've had some um, roofs and some referrals because we've worked with several referral partners. 
solar companies, other construction companies that have gave us leads. So we've gone as far south as Austin, Leander, Georgetown. We've got a project working in Tyler right now. We've gone as far east as Greenville and Emory. And then we've gone as far west as Azel, uh, Burleson, uh, all those towns at that way. So we've covered a pretty large, vast, you know, area. Awesome. Well, so you're, you're definitely putting those miles on that truck. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> How, you know, this, um, just the fact that you've um, grown with those referrals in such a large area, it, it makes me want to ask this last question. So what are the three things, three things maybe someone should look for when they're looking for that general contractor for their, their home? Obviously, you're doing something right, but you've probably seen uh, others do something wrong. So what are those three things you, you think people should look for? Well, I always tell everybody to check your references. Make sure you call somebody. You know, check the references, check the reviews. Those can be, you know, made up. We've seen reviews. We've seen uh, FCC coming out saying they're going to start auditing reviews now because they feel like that's a problem. Really? Um, you know, so check and see if they're BBB qualified. Uh, check and see if their insurance is up to date. A qualified contractor that does a lot of business will have those things. Uh, you'll find a lot of fly-by-night companies and guys that want to do work on your house and they don't carry insurance. And it's costly. Let's be honest. It's a very costly expense for a business owner. You know, it's it's fifteen twenty thousand dollars on the low side if you have a good working business. Um, you also want to make sure see what their time frames are as far as their completions. Uh, what realistically are they trying to tell? Are they trying to tell you? Uh, sometimes you know. If you're getting two or three estimates and one guy comes in really cheap, why? There's a there's a reason why. He's not just trying not to make money. He, he's probably using different products, materials, um, all kinds of things. So you need to really do ask the questions. You know, what products are you going to be using? Um, you know, what are your what is your lean release type of deals? So if you don't pay your subcontractors, or somebody going to be able to come get me? Or if you don't pay your bills for buying materials? Um, you know, those are important questions to ask all of us. I have some more. Yeah, you want to make sure that they're local because when we have these storms, people come from other states. Don't give them any money until they do the job. And what was my other one? Local in, what was the, I had, a, I had another one. I'll think about it. Oh, warranty. What type of warranty they offer? Oh, what yeah. type of workmanship warranty and what type of, of warranty on the machines they're putting on the roof? Right. Those are and big important things to ask. Will they be there to honor that warranty? Yep. Yeah. Local's big. Yeah. Awesome. This has been uh, fantastic, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Insurance Brew Crew, talking homes, talking home values, and how do you maximize that home value when, it's, when the time comes? Well, Carrie, Daniel, thank you. I know you guys are busy, so I uh, appreciate you spending the time. I'll let you get back to your day, and um, I'm sure we'll be running into each other here in the next oh. couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having us on, Steve. You bet. You guys you. have a fantastic day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.